Have you been looking for your keys to success? You have found the best place to start. We will hear from professionals on different keys to success in building huge careers in and outside the mortgage industry. These conversations that each person will share their experience will allow you to hear nuggets on finding your keys to success. I'm your host, Sue Meitner, so let's get started and grab your keys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Grab Your Keys. I am excited to have Allison Johnson here today. She is an MBA and a CMB, and she is the president of Success Mortgage Partners. And I am so happy to have a strong woman leader who is on the show with me to really help impart her knowledge going into this 2024 year um, with all the great systems, processes, and strategies that she has. So welcome, Allison. Thank you so much. I appreciate being on here. So um, why don't you tell all the listeners a little bit about you and a little bit about how you became the head of Success Mortgage Partners as running this whole entire company. Oh, thanks so much. Um, So I graduated high school in 1992 and I was working like most kids do at high school in a fast food restaurant. And my mom's like, you need to get an office job. And one of the things my mom really wanted me to do was be a secretary in that 90, early 90s. That was a great job. She's like, I want you to take shorthand. I want you to do typing, all the stuff in high school. And I got my first job um, at Source One Mortgage, which is now Citigroup. Um, I got I started in the post-closing team in 1992. And I've been me in too. I started in post-closing yeah. in 1992. Yeah. And um, the interest rate at that time was seven and a half because I remember I had to manually calculate um, the notes um, because we didn't have an HP calculator or anything like that. But I was actually going to school to be an occupational therapist. I was going into the medical field. Um, so after I got into clinicals for that, I flipped over to business and I stayed in the mortgage business ever since. Wow. That's super fantastic. And I think that's so funny because when you do start in a post-closing level and then you work your way through, you really do know every process, every system, every step of the mortgage, um, flow. And I think that's super important for everyone to understand because it's not all sunshine and rainbows, even though that's what Vince says. It does take a lot. Of, a lot. And back in the day, we had a lot of the paperwork and now we have it all in the computer, but it's still a lot of papers. Yeah, that's a, we had a three ply paper. It was white, pink and yellow. And we would go through and verify and then keep one for the file, turn one in, and then keep one to record. So it's changed a lot over the years, um, but I'm very happy with the path that I took and that, you know, my mom gave me some advice to get an office job. So if you were going to tell your younger self something um, or you have children or your daughter, what would be the advice you would give them for someone who wanted to have the path of, I mean, having the ultimate dream job, even though some days it's not a dream of being at the top of your game like you are right now? I'm a pretty driven individual. um, And I would say sometimes it just takes some patience. Um, You know, you got to work through some of the skills. I would say I had to learn how to adapt to all different types of personalities. That was one thing, um, you know, that I've learned over the years. But for me, it was just, you have to keep going. There have been many opportunities in my lifetime that I was passed up. 
um, where I didn't get a job that I applied for and I thought I was more than qualified, but I just kept at it and tried to find out what I could do differently. Um, you know, I've gone back to college three times. I got my associates and then I went back and got my bachelor's and then I went back and I really just got my master's a handful of years ago. Um, but for me, it was just, I set a path. I set my goals on what I wanted to accomplish. And then one by one, I just kept at it. And you can't get frustrated. I know some days it's harder than others um, because you want a certain thing to go a certain way and it doesn't happen and you just can't get discouraged. You just have to keep motivating yourself to keep moving forward and you know, put your dreams and your goals on what you want to accomplish them. Yeah. So um, what do you believe your three, your three keys to success or three keys that you've had so that to find the ultimate success? I talked about it a little bit, adapting to people's personality. Um, adapting to people's personality would be yeah, one. That would be one. Uh, communication. Um, you know, I would say the other thing, too, is I know that sometimes I have to make decisions that might not be popular, but they're the right decisions. Um, so having to make tough decisions when necessary, you know, th those would be the, the top. And, you know, really, honestly, for me, too, I have a positive mindset. You know, Sue, we have talked about this. I say affirmations every single day. Um, some of them might be not to scream at my children. That might be one of the affirmations I say every day. Um, but, um, you know, just keeping a positive mindset. So let's just break a couple of them down. So adapting to different personalities. Correct. What do you find is the easiest way to adapt to people's personalities? Do you have to figure out what their personality is and then figure out how, like, how do you do that? Like, do you have to figure out how, what, what makes them tick and then you change or do you see their way and then you change? Like, how does that, how do you adapt to people's personalities? I would see the number one key is never take it personal. Never take it personal. Whatever is being projected, you can't take it personal and you have to sift through what the facts are. Mm -hmm. And I would say that's probably the number one thing. And then just to listen, right? One of the, uh, the things that I have to work on, even with my kids is, you know, we're in positions where we resolve issues all day long. That's all we're doing. And so sometimes you just need to listen. And one of the things that I even say with my kids, because they start telling me something, I'm like, oh, here's the resolution. This is it. And sometimes they don't want to hear it. They just want me to listen. So I always say, am I in the listening lane or am I in the resolution lane? But I would say just adapting with people's personalities is just not taking it personal. If you keep that where you're not taking it personal and you're just trying to get to the resolution, it goes a lot better. You're just trying to get that emotion out, right, to find out what the issue is, resolve it so that the issue doesn't come up again. Yes, I love that. Um, you brought up being a mom and being a mom and a manager. Yes. I'm a mom and a manager and I would always be like, do I have my mom hat on or do I have my manager hat on? And yeah. sometimes when we have short commutes, I have a, you know, a seven minute commute by the time oh, I, I hit my I hit my house when I had little littles or when I had medium and now I have big, I have to remember, you know, at, that I'm mom. How do you balance being the, the great mom that you are and being a great man, like manager? How do you balance that? How is there balance in your life? I have to be not so hard on myself. I will tell you that I have missed many soccer games. I have been late for events for the kids, but I just explained to them, I'm trying to raise very independent people, very independent children. I have a daughter. 
um, that's going to be an attorney. And I just tell them, I am going to do the best I can, right? I might be late. I might, but everything that I do in my life is really for my kids to have a better life, right? That's your why. I think they, they understand that, but I have to communicate that to them. And they're much better than they were, but I'm telling you when they were younger, I mean, I had kids everywhere. Right. And my mom was a huge help because she was retired. But, you know, there is some stuff that's just not going to get done in my household. And I have to be okay with that. And I just have to remind myself I do the best I possibly can every single day. And if the dishes aren't getting done or, you know, something happens to where I'm late for something where I miss some sign up, like they have a million sign ups for stuff. Like my son's, my youngest is a senior this year. There are so many plays lacrosse and, you know, he competes and he does all this stuff and I just do the best I can. And, you know, sometimes it's not going to be great. My kids might get upset and I just explain, I apologize and say, sorry, I did the best I could. I got caught up in a meeting, but, you know, I got to be not so hard on myself. Right. Being not so hard on yourself is a good thing, good place to start. And it's hard to not be hard on yourself. As moms, we take everything on our shoulders and it's hard not to be hard on ourselves. And we need to remember that sometimes. So the second one you said was um, tough to, or actually it was communicate and tough decisions when uh, necessary. So I think they both go a little bit hand in hand because you really need to communicate the tough decisions. And we've had tough decisions over the last 12 months in the mortgage industry and, and really in every industry, it's been rough. How do you balance having open communication when making those tough decisions? I try to be as transparent as possible. And I always try to explain my thought process. So people know, I just didn't pick the decision out of the air and make that decision. I always try to communicate on why we're doing it and have an open line of communication with our managers or team leads, everybody. So everybody's on the same page and we have had a lot of tough decisions and some of those decisions have not been popular, but when you look at what's going on in our industry, they're necessary to protect all the other people that still you know, pick up a paycheck. Like we have 425 employees here. And I think every day there's 425 families that pick up a paycheck. So some of the decisions that I make, although they're tough, I have to do it to make sure that, you know, we're still strong and on all those things. Um, But it is, it is hard. Like, you know, it's not that it doesn't affect me because it a hundred percent does. But at the same aspect, you have to do what's best. And, you know, I have to make those tough decisions and just communicate um, the best that I can and as clear as I can and concise. Right. You do a great job of that too for someone who works with you every day. Thank you. Um, and I think one of the most important things that you said in, in, in the, in the keys is a positive mindset mm-hmm. and saying your affirmations, how, in and when you're communicating some of those negative things, how do you get back onto that positive mindset or do you never lose the positive mindset because you're, you under, you know what the decisions you made were the right decisions. How do you stay on that positive mindset? I always try to look at the positive in everything. And, you know, when I talk to our loan officers or I talk to our brand, it's a moment in time. This is a moment in time and it will pass. The market will come back. It's supposed to be a little bit better next year, way better in 2025. It will pass, but 
I'm a better manager going through this in the last 18 months. Let me tell you, I know every penny. I know the financials. I, I will be a better, we are going to come out a stronger company and better. So that's a positive. Yeah. Were there things that went wrong? Absolutely. But we fix them for when we get busy again, we're going to make those changes. Um, as far as my personal life, I just try to think there's positives in everything. There really is. It could be a lot worse. Um, and then I always just on my affirmations, I um, actually recorded them because I used to read them every day. And um, Owen Lee, who's our CEO, said that he records his goals and affirmations. So I started doing that. So when I work out in the morning, I listen to them. I have about 10 of them, but one of them is to be the best version of myself. And I love that. I try to be the best version of myself every day. Sometimes it's not. Um, especially with my daughter, we clash a little bit, um, but I love her. But sometimes it's not always the best version. Um, and she works upstairs, you know, a couple a couple days a week. But I just try to be the best version that I can and just have a real positive mindset. And that gets me through the day every single day. One of the things that I can talk about with you, because I'm, you know, intricately a part of Success Mortgage Partners with you, is you really do empower women that you have, we have what, 16 women leaders that head up departments at Success Mortgage Partners, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Like how, how do you feel women can empower other women? And I think that that's something that's lacking in today's society a lot of the time that you really do embrace. And, you know, I want to like raise you up for that because you really do embrace that and Owen embraces that. Um, in, in 16 women leaders, um, what do you see as the positive part of that? And, and how do you help facilitate those women to be the best versions of themselves? Through mentorship, coaching. Um, listen, I started in the 90s. It is way different than it is now. Um, there weren't many women leaders. And as I said, I was passed up for many opportunities. Um, and... I just feel like once you can get that momentum and you get an opportunity, you have to pave the way for other people, um, other women. And I would say just making sure you're motivating other women and helping other women. Um, in the early 90s, I might have had some women managers, but they weren't. They were more worried about somebody taking their job than mentoring people. Right. And I think that has changed a lot now. Um, so just make sure that you have an open mindset and you're mentoring people for the next group. And, you know, it's getting better. And I think for my daughter's generation, it's going to get better for her and it's going to get better the next generation. Um, so I would just say, you know, openness to helping people, right? We always say help fix their crown, not knock it down, like help women get in the positions they need to by mentoring them and explaining the things that, you know, maybe we went through as struggles and how we can, you know, overcome that. But I do think it's getting better. I really do. And Success Mortgage Partners is fantastic with 16 women leaders. Um, and they've been very open for that. And that has been fantastic. And so we just keep moving forward. Yeah, I love that. Who do you admire? You know, if I were to look at everybody, it's not somebody in the public eye or anything like that. I think my mom did a really good job. My mom was a factory worker and she would say, um, cause we didn't grow up with a lot of money. And she said, I will 
graze you in an area where you can have opportunity. That's all I can do for you, but you have to take the opportunity. And my mom would just give me little tokens like, hey, get an office job. And a funny story, when I went for my associates, I went to a community college. My mom never had the opportunity to go to college. So we actually got our associates degree together. So, you know, my mom was in her 50s, went back to school, Uh, we graduated together, and then I went on. But, you know, just she gave me some really good skill sets. And one of the things she instilled in me was work ethic. She's like, you can have the best grades in school, you can do all these things, but work ethic is going to pan out in the long run. And I think that that was one thing that she did a great job. Yeah, I agree. And she just had her 80th birthday. So wow, congratulations. Happy birthday, mom. That's right. Um, if you had to make a career change, what do you think that your career change would be? Like, what would that what would you do? Not in the mortgage industry. I, you know, that's an interesting story because I'm not a hundred percent sure. I would love to be some type of coach for women. I would love to do that type of stuff. Um, You know, I've been in the business world forever. Mortgages is all I ever knew. Um, Once I started doing my clinicals, I realized I did not want to go into the medical field. (laughs) But I would want to do something that helps people to advance them in whatever way that I could, whether it's in life, whether it's in their career. I think that's yeah, I, like I think that you can see that in working with you every day that you really do have that a servant heart. And that's why I think you've excelled so much is because deep down, you know, you do really want the deal to work. You really do want to help people. Do. You do really want the loan officers to know you're there. You do really want operations. And I think walking the fine line between operations and sales is difficult. Mm-hmm. It's difficult in every single way. And I think because you have that part of helping people is what makes you as successful as you are because that you people see it and i think that that's that you would do great at coaching people i think you coach people every day so um what's in the future for success mortgage partners and allison johnson we are going to keep moving forward um you know i uh have I co-chair a women's organization for the Michigan Mortgage Lenders Association and just keep empowering people and our company is just going to keep growing and have fantastic leaders and women leaders and we're just going to keep venturing through the storm and come out on the other end. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm sure our listeners have gotten a ton of information and nuggets from listening to you. And um, to them, if you have any woman that you think would appreciate and love hearing about Allison's story, please share and like this. And we will make sure that if anyone wants to connect with Allison because they want a job at success, we'll make sure that um, her information and email is below. So Allison, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Everyone, we have great guests on Grab Your Keys. So keep on listening. And we look forward to seeing you next time on Grab Your Keys. Thank you so much.